Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello there, and welcome again to another episode of The Surge Effect. Okay, so over the last week, there's been a lot going on in the uh, mainstream media in regards to Christine Anderson. So she's been making the headlines, of course, and uh, there's uh, just a little bit to uh, unpack, uh, a little bit of stuff here. So we'll uh, unpack some some uh, things that happened in the in the news over the last week. Uh, so first off, you might be saying to yourself, who is Christine Anderson? Well, Christine Anderson, she became famous um, last year when she was uh, talking to the European Union. She is a member of Parliament of the European Union. Um, she was talking uh, to about Trudeau and uh, how he was unwelcome. Um, I actually covered this uh, speech of hers in uh, a previous podcast I did a while back, uh, one of my earlier podcasts last year, actually. Um, anyway... Uh, this is what she said, so take a look at this. It would have been more appropriate for Mr. Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, to address this House according to Article 144, an article which was specifically designed to debate violations of human rights, democracy and the rule of law, which is clearly the case with Mr. Trudeau. Then again, a prime minister who openly admires the Chinese basic dictatorship who tramples on fundamental rights by persecuting and criminalizing his own citizens as terrorists just because they dared to stand up to his perverted concept of democracy should not be allowed to speak in this house at all. Mr. Trudeau, you are a disgrace for any democracy. Please spare us your presence. Thank you. So now you have a little bit of an idea of how she feels. So the past this past week, she visited Canada, uh, where she met some uh, progressive conservative MPs, had a bit of a photo op, and of course it hit social media big time. And uh, a guy by the name of Brian Lilly, he posted it on his Twitter feed, and the heading on the Twitter feed, of course, was uh, Christine Anderson's views are vile and have no place in our politics. Um, the MPs were not aware of this uh, visiting member of the European Parliament's uh, opinion, and they regret meeting with her. Frankly, it would be better if Anderson never visited Canada in the first place. She and her racist, hateful views are not welcome here. So supposedly this is what Pierre Polyev had tweeted, but I looked on his uh, Twitter feed and um, look to see if he posts anything as well because he posts a lot of uh, video as well never seen anything um, but supposedly he he has said he has said these things and uh, Brian Lilly of course posted it um, anyway she also said that she met with Pierre Polyev as well um, Christine Anderson has, had met with him so let's listen to a little quick interview from Rebel News and her response to um, what was posted, of course, and what, of course, Pierre Polyev has supposedly had said. So have a look at this. 
I've seen that uh, a tweet by uh, Mr. Polivier, and uh, it really saddens me that he would actually use the same language uh, that uh, Mr. Trudeau or all the other uh, gov governments in the dem uh, Western democracies would use to slander me. Uh, like I said, we really had a great time with the uh, members of his party. We all enjoyed ourselves. And um, if he resorts to that and misrepresents what I stand for in such a way, then I'm terribly sorry. Then I will have to tell Mr. Polivier, uh, he has no business being the leader of the opposition because he's actually doing uh, Mr. Trudeau's bidding and uh, he should seriously reconsider uh, if he would like to continue to do this because if he does, um, the way I see it, the people will no longer uh, support him and uh, that would serve him right. Anyone doing the bidding of Mr. Trudeau and buying into the uh, narrative of uh, yeah, representing me in a way that as uh, Mr. Trudeau would put it or would call it un unacceptable views um, just goes to show that apparently uh, he is someone that truly lacks the ability to see what's right in front of him and to see what is really important. And uh, yeah, he may no longer be fit to actually So of course, Trudeau, of course, is, he gets on and he starts talking about, about uh, Christine Anderson and meeting with the um, members of the parliament the, uh, from the PCs. And uh, this is what, what he has to say. Take a look at this. Consistently, we see conservative parliamentarians and people who should know better associating themselves with folks responsible for a particularly vile level of rhetoric and hatred. And their answer is all the same. Oh, we didn't know. One point Canadians you know, need to stop being treated like fools and the conservatives need to own up and either really dissociate themselves from hateful, vile, intolerant rhetoric or tell the truth and explain that they actually have room for those rhetorics and that intolerance within their party. So anyway, so I looked around on the internet and um, I've been following Christine for a little over a year now since she came on the scene and um, I have found nothing that gives me the impression that she's a racist. Um, she just simply gives her opinion uh, about certain things. Uh, it's kind of like Trudeau calling people racist. It does not make everyone a racist because he uses the word racist. You can't lump everyone into the same the same pile. So um, anyway, so here's a little clip of Christine talking about um, Diagalon. Now, if you don't know what Diagalon is here's a brief description of it so because she also posed with this photo here i'll post it uh so diagalon uh as as it has come to be known was conceptualized by a guy by the name of jeremy mckenzie jeremy mckenzie was a canadian veteran and in 2020 by tracing regions without uh, without mask mandates on a map uh he pointed out the same states and provinces of north america and then the unnamed diagonal country ran f southeast from Alaska down to Florida, basically drawing like a, a line diagonally across North America. So 
anyway, he drew a simple flag on his phone with a, with a white line running through it in the same direction. And the joke came to include various outlandish characters, including a time-traveling goat figurine and the, the solution to increasing problems of globalism and COVID tyranny. So just because mainstream media labels uh, Diagolon a far-right extremist group, does this make it so? Just like I said earlier, just because Justin Trudeau keeps calling you a racist or anyone else in Canada a racist, does it make it so? Good question. Anyway, here's Christine Anderson. She's talking a little bit about Diagolon, okay? Maybe put things into perspective for you. So take a look at this. Would you have done the same? Well, the question is, are they really extremists or are they only being labeled as extremists? Once again, my impression was, and I still continue to, to, to think of it that way, it was someone trying to make a mockery of this ridiculous attempt of the governments to control the people. Okay, so Trudeau, he'd have you believe that just because that she gave her a view on Islam, that she's a racist. And, you know, she's hateful towards them. But that's, that's not necessarily the case, right? So you have to listen to what she has to say and listen to carefully what she says about Islam. And this is what she says. Listen to this. People, do you do a difference between um, the radical Islam and the Muslim, or you condemn all this religion? as a whole. Okay. I always differentiate between uh, people and uh, organizations. <clears throat> so when, when looking at Islam, um, I do not have problems with Muslims. I do, however, have a problem with Islam. I do not consider Islam to be a, a religion. Uh, much less a religion of peace. It's actually a religion of submission. Um, I, I I seriously have a problem with Islam. Um, I'm not Islamophobe. Uh, on the contrary, I'm not afraid of Islam. What I'm afraid of is um, that Islam, and I consider it that, uh, that to be, it, the Islam is, is a mis misogynistic, dehumanizing, and, and you know, uh, ideology. It's not a religion, at least not by our standard of what a religion should be. Our understanding of, of religion is actually that uh, love, compassion, forgiveness, you know, and eternal life. That's our understanding of religion. That, however, does not apply to Islam, as l at least not if you really look into this ideology. Uh, by no stretch of the imagination would you actually consider that a religion. Um, it's kind of like um, while uh, communism claims to be some kind of a, a governing uh, a mechanism, uh, which it's not, it's a religion, but Islam posing as a religion is exactly that. It's a state. So there you go. So freedom, democracy, and the rule of law. These are three big things that she's big on, but you'll never hear, you know, mainstream media talk about those, right? Those three concepts, freedom, democracy, and the rule of law. But I didn't hear once talking about hating anyone or being racist towards anyone. No, because freedom, what an awesome concept that is. But according to mainstream media, freedom is some far right, you know, right-wing 
crazy talk that you're some type of a, a crazy activist because you use the word freedom. So I'm just going to play a little clip here on the, from the Joe Rogan experience, and he talks about freedom. Have a look at this. See the fucking article today? Um, there was a thing on the CBC, and it was talking about the word freedom and that the word freedom is being used many times by uh, far-right activists. Freedom. Here, I'll send it to you, Jamie, because this is, this is so fucking... Canada is so fucking wild right now. It's such a, tr such a like, really crazy place. Here it is. Why the word freedom is such a useful rallying cry for protesters. <laughs> the word has become common amongst far-right groups. So by, by putting that wow. far-right in there, far-right... But like, there's no indication whatsoever that those truckers in Canada were far right. A lot of those are working class people yeah. that just did not like the idea that they were being forced to do this medical procedure in order to keep their job. And so they label them as far right. Yeah. Trudeau personally labeled them as racists and misogynists. Just like, just so he could disparage them. Yeah. Just so like, whatever they say doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So this is what they're doing here with the term freedom, which is like one of the most basic tenets for human rights, your liberty as a human being, your ability to express yourself, your ability to talk about things, to protest, to do what you want. That's what Freedom I mean. is so fucking important. It so see how MSN, how mainstream media and government can simply just throw the label to people and just to suit, to suit their narrative. They can just say whatever they, you know, whatever they want. And if they say it long enough, they figure it'll just become true. Because you just can't, you know, as soon as you start speaking about freedom, they just label you some far, far right activist and some far right extremist. That's just crazy talk. You know, is, is this why our veterans went off to far off lands and shed blood and died in other countries so that the citizens of their country could, couldn't even use the word freedom? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think that's the way. I don't think so that's the way it worked. All right? But would I be considered a racist for thinking such a thing? Good question. Anyway, here, uh, listen to Trudeau. He's using the R word because he loves to use the R word, doesn't he? He just uses it over and over and over again. So have a listen to this. How concerned are you that the influx of migrants is fueling support for right-wing, far-right-wing groups in Canada, such as the rally that we're seeing today in Quebec City? I think the first thing is obviously we condemn. Uh, I condemn in, in the strongest uh, possible terms uh, the uh, intolerant, uh, racist uh, uh, demonstrations or uh, vocal minorities that we've seen uh, crop up uh, uh, across uh, across we our society as Canadians uh, and a small minority um, angry frustrated group of racists uh, don't get to define who we are as a country don't get to uh, tell others who we are uh, and don't get to change the nature of uh, the open uh, accepting values that make us who we are and of course, most recently, the Liberal MP, Han Dong, he uh, just had to find a, another way to throw in the R word on this, uh, on this uh, little press conference. So check this one out. 
One of the things we've seen, unfortunately, over the past years is a rise um, in uh, anti-Asian racism linked to the pandemic uh, and concerns being raised uh, or arisen uh, around uh, people's loyalties. I want to make everyone understand fully that Han Dong uh, is an outstanding member of our team and suggestions that uh, he is uh, somehow not loyal to Canada um, should not be entertained. Loyalty and election integrity are two different things. So I think he likes to play a lot of word salad, right? He likes to play around with, with wording and stuff. And um, here's a little clip about uh, election integrity. So have a look at this. The integrity of Canada's elections have not been compromised. The elections uh, were held in full integrity. Uh, the outcome uh, was not impacted. The Canadians can have full confidence in uh, the integrity of our elections in 2019 and 2021. All the briefings I've received, uh, there has never been information around candidates receiving money from China in the 2011 election, uh, in, sorry, in the 2019 election, or in the 2021 elections. We have uh, independent public servants who are engaged to oversee the integrity of elections. They confirm the, the elections uh, did uh, complete, uh, complete themselves with full integrity. So now CSIS, it's the Canadian Security Intelligence Service. It is Canada's primary national intelligence agency. It is responsible for collecting and analyzing and reporting and disseminating intelligence on threats to Canada's national security. Now, one would think that this agency plays a fairly important role in Canada. Well, not true, though. His thesis reports that there was Chinese interference, but Trudeau says nothing to see here. There will be no inquiry. So the old saying goes, if you have nothing to hide, hide nothing. But remember, there's always two sides to every story. And Trudeau would have you believe that the government is always telling you the truth, when in fact, they have been caught in so many scandals. There's too, too many of them to me, to, that I could even mention. But I'll name a few here. The SNC-Lavalin election donation scandal, the Elbowgate scandal, Aga Khan scandal, Cultural Appropriation in India scandal, SNC-Lavalin Affair scandal, the Blackface scandal, WE Charity controversy scandal, RCMP Investigation Interference scandal, and how about the Arrive Can App scandal? That's a lot of scandals, right? Ooh, that's, that's a lot of blackfaces too. But he expects us to believe that there's nothing to see here. And, you know, as far as the CIS is checking into it, no, there was no election interference, interference, and we're not even going to look into it. Yeah, right. Interesting. Anyway, that in a nutshell is basically what transpired with Christine Anderson over the last week and how the mainstream media kind of plays it the way they want to play it. And uh, after listening to the Rebel News interview from Quebec, it gives you a bit of a better understanding of, of uh, what Christine Anderson is all about. And um, she is about freedom, democracy, and the rule of law. It's that simple. But of course, 
what she said about Trudeau last last year at the uh, European Union in in their house. She didn't uh, appreciate it very much because sometimes, hey, the truth hurts, right? Anyway, listen, thanks for listening to my podcast, everybody. Much appreciated. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and hit the little bell. Much appreciated. It puts me up the algorithm on YouTube. That's just how YouTube works. And uh, my videos are also found on rumble.com. And my podcast can be uh, listened on any iPhone or Android device uh, just by typing in The Surge Effect in the search area of the podcast app that you're using. Okay. Anyway, have a great day, everyone. And until next time, cheers. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsheshirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, the surge effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.